This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Blah, blah, blah. Get up! Wake up! With Sarah and Vinny. Legit, yeah. And Alice at 97.3. I love me better, baby. Alice at 97.3, Sarah and Vinny, Alice's Morning Show. Miley Cyrus has a new song with Pharrell Williams out today. We're going to hear it in one hour with the new music. Oh, cool. And it is, It's the song is good. The video is great. Like, she is just great. She's stunning in that video. She is stunning in this video. Like, she is have, she's so confident. She's having so much fun. She's sassy. She's funny. She's smart. She can move. She's hilariously goofy. Everything about it is like, I hope she's as happy and well-adjusted as she seems to be. I, because I have had my times with Miley where I was like, oh my God, that girl's out of control. She's humping legs. Get that tongue I'm back. I'm a fan. In I like her. Like, and, and I really after, feel like she's great. After the story you told yesterday. This girl had very little chance of coming out even kind of normal or, or you know, functional. Oh, the story yesterday. Way, like the, the parents are just cuckoo, cuckoo. They are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. There's no question. She, yesterday, the story was that her mom, Tish, was marrying an ex-boyfriend of, or, or this is like sort of the short version of the story. I guess that her little sister, Noah, was dating this Miley's actor guy, I think it's Dominic Dominic Purcell. Is that his name? I think he's so. Yeah. Prison Break. He's a fifty-something-year-old dude. You'd recognize him if you saw you Prison Break. He was the good. He was the cop. He and the other guy, I can't remember his name, but he was the guy in jail. But either way, this this guy was the daughter's boyfriend. Yep, that's how the mother and and uh, of the Miley Cyrus crew met him. And then she was like, oh, I'm taking him. You're too young for him. I'm going to take him and, and marry him and you're banned from the wedding because you've been a problem with my whole thing where I've taken over your life. So too bad for you. So good for funny. you, Miley. Way to somehow I can't wait for you to see this video. Uh, okay, hey, a couple so, quick things before you get oh, started. Okay. Palisades, this is from a texter. I don't know. I haven't been able to confirm this yet. Palisades is closed today. 
So they may not even be able to open it all based on what that texture is saying. Another person wrote, um, this just in from Tahoe bound friends. Well, unfortunately we were not able to get up to Truckee with the family as there was an overturned truck on the pass and too much snow coming down. We were turned Mm. away. The town of Truckee is shutting down today and the ski slopes are shutting down as well. So that is a text, but there's what we're looking at weather-wise up in Tahoe. Yeah, this Heavy is a snowfall. serious, this is mm-hmm. a real storm. That's, uh, you know, a lot busy. of uh, friends, some friends of mine were like, hey, let's go out to the beach tonight, and, uh, or it's Friday night, and we'll go, we'll go to this, you know, this little Pelican Inn place. It's like warm and cozy. They do fire and comfort food. And, um, I'm like, uh, you guys, there's a massive storm. I'm not taking those mountain roads. And then I hadn't even heard about the guy who plunged 400 feet off a cliff. I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not doing that. It's a massive, it's a huge storm. Like I'm not, no. And, and Marianne goes, oh, sorry. This friend of mine goes, <laughs> she's like these huge in quotes, these huge storms. They just never, tra-. and it is true. Sometimes like we're prepared for a huge storm and maybe it is only huge in Tahoe. That's what I think is happening right now. Yeah. But I also mentioned that to you as I watched uh, the storm get closer the news stories went from it's going to be 10 feet to it's going to be 15 feet of snow. It is materializing, though. There's heavy snowfall and the resorts are if they open at all, they're barely going to be able to open. And there's heavy winds, yeah. too. So this is a doozy in Tahoe. Not as much here so far anyway. So far. Rain. I mean, it's it's been raining. Yeah, it's raining, but it's not like, you know, it doesn't feel like gale force winds and it's... I'm not on generator yet. That's my... that's There's the tipping there's point the for me. measurement. <laughs> have I lost power? I have. This is a big one. The voice you're hearing was in cars. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. I was. Corey Turbin. No, yeah, not mine. I was, Sarah was. Right. That's what yes. I meant. I was. Thanks for the tip, Paul Newman, or whatever your character's oh, name was. You sound just like you did in the movie. Spectacular. <laughs> Great job. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was, it was, Pixar, I'd love to, in case you were wondering. Isla and I, Isla truly grew up on that movie. We watched it a hundred times from, I don't know, age two, because I used to be, Mama used to work at a company, like in the office. So I was home with Isla all the time. We watched that movie daily almost. Mm. And every time I would see you in it and be like, so proud, like, dang. Look at Sarah go. It's really cool. You know, when uh, Sean came home, uh, uh, Brooklyn, what do we call him? Yeah, right. When Yeah, right came home over (laughs) the holidays, he had a Corey Turbowitz t-shirt. I'm like, where did you get that? And he was like, oh, Russie gave it to me. Adorable. My person person gave it to me because he must have told him that I—that's my character and somewhere how Russie found it. And he's like, I was like, and he was wearing. That was quite a risky move, not taking tires. Tell me about it. Are you sorry you didn't have a crew chief? That's no name. (laughs) No, no name is no name. Yeah, he's the little guy, uh, the little wheel changer guy. No, you could hear him. He's the guy. Tell me about it. All right. Oh. Uh, roll that, hey, that was quite a risky move, not taking tires. Tell me about it. Are you sorry you yeah. didn't have a crew chief? That's no name. <laughs> yes, it is. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, I have, you know, there's a couple scenes with me in it. That's amazing. You know, I, I miss that guy on the radio so Lightning much. McQueen. I really I wish know. he was doing a show. Speedway, as the first competitor, Lightning McQueen is arriving at the track. Wait, how is Actually, in that clip... Uh, playing the helicopter is Kathy Coates, who is our old traffic mm, reporter. Kathy. You, can, you can clearly hear Hooman 
And I think uh, I think Maddie's in this as well. Like where I, it's you know just a just a magic day. Like that was so incredibly fun. And yes, Pixar, we would love to anything, any little thing. I love, I treasure my twenty-two dollars every three months checks as well. That's not it's about money. That's about everlasting <laughs> artistry. Come on. Oh, it's good times. Kids, long after you're gone, will be like, play, play cars, Mama, play cars, and there you'll be. All right. In other movie news, uh, this weekend Dune opens part two. We have the trailer for this, and we're putting all these. I'm going to just mention a few things here, and we'll have the trailers for most of these up at the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. In fact, Brent, I'm going to show this with you right now because I forgot right. to. Mm-hmm. I always do that. I assume you have it. Uh, Dune Part 2 is in theaters um, over on television. I'm actually excited for this. I think we're going to try and watch this tonight. Um, there's a movie called Spaceman, and it stars Adam Sandler. <sighs> oh. And it's based on a book I just finished called Spaceman of Bohemia. And it's a very odd book and a very – but a good read. I really liked it. It's – I think it's a little ponderous. I don't really want to like super recommend it. And even as I'm reading the synopsis of this movie they've made based on the book, they've changed a lot of stuff. So this is going to be – I'm assuming this is somewhat of a standalone, not necessarily kind of based on the book, but not – it doesn't feel loyal to the book at all. It's called Spaceman. Adam Sandler plays an astronaut on a solitary six-month research mission at the edge of the solar system. He meets a telepathic creature attracted to his emotional distress, and Carrie Mulligan plays his wife who's back on Earth. And there you go. It's And that even that is not ex- – that's not exactly what I- – uh, on Apple TV today, the streaming premiere of Napoleon. That's the Joaquin Phoenix version of the Napoleon story, and it's directed by Ridley Scott. So if you're – we have the trailer for that. We'll put that up. That's today on Apple TV. Also on Apple TV today, the series premiere of what sounds like a pretty fun little English-British comedy. Uh, it's called The Completely Made-Up Adventures of Dick Turpin, and hmm. it's a British comedy starring someone named Noel Fielding as an 18th-century outlaw trying to be a kinder, gentler highway robber. So, there's that. That sounds that sounds like something I would enjoy. A period piece, and it's British. Oh, everything I want. Saturday Night Live this weekend. Sydney Sweeney hosts. Oh mm. boy, she is one to watch. People, Sydney Sweeney is uh, your host, and Casey Musgraves is the musical guest. And then Sunday, nine o'clock on ABC. Oh, sorry, Sunday at eight on ABC. The auditions continue on American Idol. If you're into that. That um, Walking Dead spinoff, the one that brings back all these people you thought were dead. Uh, that's 9 o'clock on AMC, Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live. And then on Max, on Max is the streaming service for HBO, the premiere of The Regime. It's a limited series. It starts, stars Kate Winslet as the dictator of a fictional European country who becomes increasingly paranoid and unstable. Hugh Grant is in it as her political prisoner. I, I'm not – I've seen – trailers for this i've seen ads for this i'm not sure what to make of it is it funny is it just a weird period piece? uh but it is on tonight i'm uh, sorry it's on sunday night on max it's called the regime it listen if i've seen commercials for it they're promoting the out of this thing because i don't see commercials for stuff and there's that kate winslet wraps up our here's what's on your tv now oprah hmm. has parted ways with weight watchers she Uh-oh. is. She has left the board, she's and it's off because the wagon. Wait, no, on the it's, wagon? she's oh. on a different wagon. She oh, has said, okay. Whew. 
Here's what I'm going to do instead. And you guys all want to try and say it at once? It's because she's on. Ozempic? Oh, that's correct. Ozempic. Oh, God. I was, I, you know what I thought of? And I shouldn't have. Never mind. No, never Steroids? mind. I, I, a treadmill? Yeah. I was like, oh, she's going to do A Peloton. What is she going to do? I, okay. She's oh, bulimic. Got it. No, yeah, that's <laughs> I, what I thought. That's what occurred to me. I thought like, we, uh, we, we found out that it had some tie-in with uh, Weight Watchers, though. Ozempic you know, I think did. they were trying to do a workaround or something because there was actually a a story that was going around a few months ago where she said she has been using a weight loss drug. She did not say which, and there are many. There are actually, there's, Ozempic's the one everybody's heard of, but there are tons of other names out there. Mm-hmm. And they're all basically the same kind of a drug. You um, know, I just want to mention something because you have jokingly said more than once that oh, you want no Ozempic. Yeah, I really I want it. Yeah, my doctor won't give it to me. I'm not joking about it, right? I have talked to more than one person, and you know me with my questions, but I know more than one person that went, yeah, I just went and got it. There's a place. There's a there's a place nearby me that was they're handing it out, and yeah. I was like, oh, "That's what? interesting." Yeah. No, it's become here's the here's the problem with those drugs. If you don't have diabetes and you're not getting them prescribed to you through through the normal way, like your doctor that's in the plan does that, uh, they're like a grand a month. There's uh, that's it's prohibitively expensive if you just try and get it for yourself. So anyway. Oprah, who's a multi-billionaire, she's not worried about the price of this stuff. In fact, she's got an Ozempic factory on one of her properties. She doesn't even know which property it's on. She has so many of them. Like, don't worry about Oprah. She's got this. Yep, she does. Oprah is leaving the Weight Watchers board, they say here, because she uses Ozempic. Um, She's been a member since 2015. This is not a coincidence. She said... Oh, by the way, I'm not on that Weight Watchers thing anymore. I'm taking Ozempic. She didn't say that. She said, I'm taking a weight loss drug. A Weight Watchers executive says Oprah is going to donate all of her stock to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. Her stock, it was valued at around $18 million. So that's zero for her. Good for her, billion, though. That's it's the right dollars. thing to do. You know, she's I don't get the Oprah thing. I, I'm impressed by it. I, I, anyone in broadcasting would see what she's accomplished and the fortune she's built and have to be, you know, bow down to that. I, I still don't get it. A, a afternoon show. You know, I'm thinking huge. And some on some levels, Beyond it's belief. just not. It's not for you. You know, it's about. Well, I she's agree. Like a women's empowerment, <laughs> live your best life. But she's but also think- stupid makeover shows too. Like there's. You know, she was just relatable. I found her. I think I find the, her great. What she built with her audience, though, deserves what she just did. Like, oh, I agree. To, to show the res- like, show the trust and respect that you that you you honor you honor that. And okay, you're on Ozempic. Then get off the Weight Watch. Don't hawk Weight Watchers if you're not doing that. Right. And so good for her. She's doing it. Good. She. It looks like it's an effort to quote, and I'm not sure who this quote is from. It could be in a, this Weight Watchers executive. I don't think Oprah's coming out and talking about this. But the quote is, it's in an effort to eliminate any perceived conflict of interest around her taking weight loss medications. It doesn't sound like there's any ill will. And Oprah said she's going to continue to collaborate with Weight Watchers and be an advocate for weight, health, and obesity issues. So I just felt like, I, I feel like if you're... If you're benefiting from that and you're a public figure like Oprah and it's working for you, I, I don't see why there's anything wrong with saying so. I don't actually 
I feel like here it is, the thing I've been waiting for my whole life. <laughs> Nine two five says, "Thankful for my insurance. My Ozempic would be twenty one hundred a month without it." Sheesh. Now I wonder. Please text us back. Are you diabetic? Is this something that you're taking just for weight loss, or is it is it an actual? Because they, it is actually. I think it is approved for weight loss, but you're paying full price for that. If it's for diabetes, uh, you get four and a five says. Thanks for reminding me to take my Ozempic this morning. Five hundred a month, Sarah. Wow. Well, that's nice. There are other avenues to. to oh yes, they're most the certainly point are. I'm making, Vincent. Is yes. that I've heard from people who say there's word of mouth goes around and you find a place that's willing yeah. to get it for you. Try Google. That'll work. <laughs> what can't you find on Google? Come on. Yep. Type two. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, there you go. That's a person who actually needs it. So insurance will cover it. Uh, the Royals are up mm. next. They would like you to know that Kate Middleton is not dying. Whew. Kate Middleton. I know. I haven't given it one thought since I heard that she was having an operation. But here we go. Kate Middleton hasn't been seen since undergoing abdominal surgery more than a month ago. And earlier this week, Prince William skipped a memorial service for his godfather. So people are concerned, like, oh, that's weird that he did that. He must be taking care of that incredibly sick wife of his. Mm. Both of those things together had the Brits thinking the worst. So Kate's reps, which I guess is like, what is that, royal family reps? I really don't know. They issued a statement yesterday saying she will not die. I mean, she will someday. (laughs) Is the queen talking from the grave? No, I am not yet. I have not yet died. So the queen is alive. It turns out. (laughs) I think you just sit upon my grave and I will give you sage wisdom from the other side. What? Only if you're of royal blood, however. So those weren't their exact words that she will not die. They said she's doing well. And they added, we were very clear from the outset that the Princess of Wales was out until after Easter and Kensington Palace would only be providing updates when something was uh, significant. (laughs) 415 says, (laughs) the rumors are Middleton had a hysterectomy. All right. That would be, she's had three, so if there was any kind of problem going on down there, I guess now would be the time, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Who knows? Whatever she had, she had some kind of major abdominal surgery. And mm-hmm. that's, it, it. you know, we we do feel entitled to know a lot of things about a lot of people, including Oprah. Look at that. She's just like, okay, fine. I'm on Ozempic. Leave me alone. And came in and <laughs> fine. I don't have a uterus anymore. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, it is private. So there's rules about that. Um, and I'll leave you with this. This is just fun. Sort of. It's for rich people. Here we go. The restaurant booth from the last scene in The Sopranos is currently on eBay. The ending of The Sopranos, you may recall, they're all telling me they crowbarred the booth out of the restaurant (laughs) and they're going to sell the thing? It's from a real restaurant called Holston's in Bloomfield, New Jersey. And they're renovating and they're taking out all the booths. The other booths are not nearly as expensive as this one. Right, I'm sure. The other ones probably went into a dumpster out front. On the or, I, you know, there's a guy bragging about having getting the second booth down from the booth. 
Yeah, this is from the restaurant where that scene was filmed. I'm pretty, this I'd is be two pretty booths happy down. to have that. Yeah, the, yeah. Like the third booth down. I'd be like, I was <laughs> in the restaurant. I got it for 10 bucks. What yeah. do you want? It's a deal. You know what's funny about this is the seats are like back to, oh, I guess. Hmm. You know how booth seats are usually there's there's a, a divider and then there's attached cushions on both sides. That's only apparently on one side of this booth. The other side seems to be some kind of a maybe shelving unit or something. I'm not sure. Maybe you get that whole seating piece there in the middle because it looks like a one piece with seats on both sides for two different booths. Um, this booth has a plaque on it that says reserved for the Sopranos family. So you know you're sitting at the right booth. Oh, nice. <laughs> you get both seats, the table and the divider wall along with the, that plaque. So there it is. It's the auction ends this coming Monday. It's on eBay. Um, last time I looked, it was $63,000 with about 175 oh. bids. They will not ship this to you. You're going to have to figure out how to truck this. But don't worry, anybody who's got $63,000 to spend on a booth of piece of movie memorabilia is going to have no problem getting it shipped. But So you have to take care of that yourself. But just, you know, maybe you have kind of a retro house and you're thinking, do you know what would work perfectly in here? That booth from The Sopranos, let's make a bid. If you're actually into that ending, this would be, if you were like a Sopranos, just mad maniac this would be quite the thing to have so you can own it tony and his whole family were sitting in that when the camera cut to black for the final time that probably has to go into a museum or something right i would think so bren you know this is there are those people who have like hollywood memorabilia museums there's that one there's one guy in particular i can't think of his name but he's just like he'll come buy it if it has anything to do with any movie like i wouldn't be surprised if he's the one who buys this Mm mm-hmm I can't think of his name though. He was like a just a Frank Bob. Yeah, Frank Bob. That's Dick. his name. Frank Bob oh. Dick. Frank Bob Dick. That's his name. Could go he, on a haunted house, up. maybe. Have a seat. Sure. <laughs> you I mean, sit down the, and the room goes black and you get murdered. Oh, right. Okay. I mean, Clean that, that is, up and the, let's get the, to the, the next it, person. It's, I mean, it, the whole thing is they get machine gunned, right? It. it that Nobody is what knows. I think. No, we do know. That's what Nobody happened. Knows. Those guys for now. Okay. Lights out. Uh-huh. Flash, flash, flash. Is that what it is? Or is it boom, boom, boom? No idea. Oh. Okay, Vinny, what's coming up in the news? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, reporter yeah. from Alice News Network and NBC Bay Area, Scott Budman is next on Alice. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, we have a real problem here. Wake You're waking up with Sarah and Vinny. Freaking amazing. Alice at 97.3. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. Our little Jane. Today, 6.05. You should be listening if you love... Yep, she's got Kings of Leon tickets. <laughs> She'll give you a code word, and you text that to 20357, and that's it. You'll be entered for a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Kings of Leon on August 25th at the Greek Theater. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by the Alice at 973 Instagram page. Stay connected by following our Instagram for exclusive glimpses into the studio. It's your ultimate destination for entertaining behind-the-scenes moments. Yeah. Alice at uh-huh. 973 Instagram. Good time. All right. So here's what's happening. Let me begin. Scott Budman is standing by. We're going to hear from him in just a second. I want to update you. We do have rain here in the Bay Area in Tahoe. The snow is heavy. The winds are howling. Palisades just posted. <clears throat> and that's just one of the many resorts up there. But they just posted 100 mile per hour winds. There's no chance we're opening today. So they're not opening, and I don't think anyone will be. And they're also saying, please don't drive up here. So do so, risking getting turned around. You know, right. Everything I read so far says chains, if not closures. And so it's possible you get up there and they'll, be, they'll tell you, no, get out of here. Not yeah, a chance. The, even the traffic cams are covered in snow. Like mm-hmm. you can you can kind of see through the top corner of this traffic cam. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you usually hear and see this man. Well, you can see him on Twitter or Instagram at Scott Budman. I believe is his handle. Also on NBC Barry. And once in a while, he files here on the Alice News Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Scott Budman into the radio show. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. Scotty. Good morning. Good we morning. have a couple things in front of us, and I, I don't know which one you consider to be your lead, So, but I'm going to start with the one that we've sort of followed for a bit. The story about the moon landing, a private company that I guess has a contract with NASA to get this little bucket of bolts up onto the moon, landing and then conducting a few experiments, seems to have been foiled by... Operator error. Did you hear that, or is that just my texters that are saying someone forgot to flick a switch? <laughs> yeah, so this is the Intuitive Machines Lunar Lander, Vinny. Hey, guys. And it kind of worked. It got onto the moon. Everyone was excited. It took some cool pictures as it started to land. And then it tipped over, and I, I don't know why. I don't think they've even said. I've been listening to those NASA press conferences, and it didn't go perfectly. I guess it went well. We've got some cool images, but um, all in all, I think space freaks, and I consider myself among them, wanted a little bit more. We wanted more pictures. We wanted the thing to land upright. Um, yeah. After all, you know, most of us maybe didn't see the 1969 moon landing, but we've since seen video of it. And how they did that 
now looks even more amazing in light of this modern probe, you know, spacecraft that went up there loaded with cameras and technology and still couldn't quite apparently land um, on its four legs. They say here that the spacecraft, uh, let's see, the first U.S. spacecraft to land on the moon in a half a century lost power and went dormant yesterday. So it's now space junk. And they say it ended its mission a week after a lopsided touchdown that hindered operations. Someone told, uh, this was a text, actually a couple texts, that say there was supposed to be something on that would have alerted it to not touch down where it did because it was uneven. And they didn't have that on. So as that thing landed and tipped over, someone went, why didn't you guys have the like there's you have to figure for a mission like this they would have thought of everything and somehow that wasn't my job they didn't turn it on i don't know anyway i'd be interested to see if you end up getting that story later as being part of the reason for its bad touchdown but either way it's now defunct not working dormant as they say what happened to the gps that we all take advantage of in our cars and exactly yeah Anyway, so that's, that's, that's done as of now and for now. I'm sure, though, that they feel encouraged to you know, get back up there ASAP. The, late, the next story that I wanted to hear from you on is the Macy's, the Macy's closures. What do you know? Yeah, that's, that's really bad news. You know, it's, it's interesting. We were just up there last weekend, the Chinese New Year parade, standing in Union Square. And, you know, that Macy's kind of majestically looks over the whole square yeah. And it it's lights everything up. It really is. And, I mean, being from the Bay Area, that's always been there. I mean, that, they, Macy's has been in San Francisco since 1947. And to lose that flagship iconic store is yet another body blow to San Francisco. And, you know, the only thing I can say is I hope something goes in that place that's cool, whether it's retail or some cool condos or, or whatever, but um, that really, as they say, made the room, and uh, it's another big loss because, you know, you look at that whole area, Union Square, on Christmas and everyone's shopping, and, and it's just this majestic kind of place. And now that is going to be just that entire wall right there will be shut down uh, probably by the end of the year. And, and It's the whole street in the square. Something. Yeah. It's I mean, the it's, quarter it's, of the it's, square. It's, it's, it's the whole it's thing. That, it's that whole side of that street. I mean, and you're right. It's it, so as long huge. As, mm-hmm, like, how are they going to divide that up? Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to see, because San Francisco needs housing, too. I'd love to see some condos. Imagine living right yeah. there. It would be, oh you know, you're right over Union Square. Um, that sounds pricey. I, I just don't know. Yeah, well, it is going to be pricey. Although less pricey than it would have been even a few years ago, uh-huh. largely because so much retail is leaving town. And, you know, San Francisco can't keep to catch a break. They're saying, well, Macy's is closing 150 stores, which is true. Macy's is making a huge move out of that sort of middle range retail. And they're trying to go a little more upscale, a la Bloomingdale's. Apparently, that's where the action is for shoppers. Oh. But, uh, you know, you can't get away from the fact that people are saying, well, you know, we talked to people up there. They saw a lot of theft. Uh, theft has been plaguing the retail market in San Francisco for years now. And um, it just can't catch a break. There's always something 
that's causing things to move out. You know, speaking of the theft thing, uh, as you know, we've recently relocated our studios and we're in, we're at like Kearney and Post, which is just a couple blocks from Union Square. And there's a lot of these high end stores around there, you know, boutique, but large, almost like it's their, you know, their flagship store or something. And in the morning when we're coming in, and Vinny, I'm sure you've noticed this too, there are just empty police cars parked everywhere and and all those stores have all the lights on like it's it's just one of those areas that it it's i don't know if it's those gang of people that go in and everybody grabs stuff and there's just too many people for like the flash mob robberies is was that (laughs) happening to to macy's There were a couple of those that happened in Union Square. Not, you know, this last year went pretty well. But, yeah, the year before that when we saw it, I think we saw what you're talking about at, like, Nordstrom and, and some in Union Square. Uh, Louis Vuitton. San Francisco, yeah, oh. brought some extra police presence in. Um, but, right, I mean, empty police cars only look bad when you see these clips on social media of people running out with the goods literally hurtling over the police yeah, car. They're, they're like, it's empty. What do I car. care? It's, right. That's a dummy car. It's the one with <laughs> yeah, the you, engine. You bump into a police car and you're like, hey, sorry, you got to get yeah. my... So I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it's a problem for San Francisco. It's an image problem, yeah. I think, uh, more than anything, uh, because you know Mayor Breed insists theft is, is gradually going down. But um, I don't know. These things uh, just continue to... Uh, just just hurt the city's image, and now to have such a big flagship store leave once again hurts the city's it's image. Crushing. I think they can, yeah, I think they can take a big step forward if they get something there that looks good, that still lights up, that brings people to Union Square. Um, you know, whether it's during Christmas around that big tree or if it's just walking around. I mean, again, the other night the place was packed. You could feel this great energy. I was even thinking. You know, Macy's really ties it all together. And then two days later, you find out it's, it's They announced we're closing. Eventually. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's awful news. But, you know, one of the things yeah. that if there's a bright side, I would never have thought that Ikea would jump into that spot on Market Street and just build this giant flag. So maybe there's something creative out there that will jump into that because it's a it is. I, I mean, I already said it. It's a cornerstone of the Union Square. Like that's, and everyone who roams around downtown, Union Square's the center point. It's so great there. It really has yeah. just been a traditional place that you go. There's a good parking garage. They do the tree. It's super festive. A lot of theaters are right there. Like it's just one of those places that you, it's like that's where you go. So for Macy's to be gone is just astounding. Yeah, I mean, there's a trend where you see both residents, people living in places like that, where there's some hip shopping, and you're starting to see that all over the Bay Area. That would fit in. You're also seeing tech companies move into places like Santana Row in San Jose or places Mm -hmm. where you know there's going to be a lot of shopping and a lot of coffee shops and techies like that. Hey, we're getting all these AI startups moving into San Francisco, some biotech startups. What about making that one of those places? You're right, though. (laughs) I I was just in Santana Row, and NetApp has taken over a giant building right there at the the beginning or end, depending on which end of of the you know street you're thinking of. But there, there's NetApp. I I actually looked at the sign and went, "What the? All right, that's one way to get people to come into work. They're right there at Santana Row. Yeah, I'd love to go there and populate that place." 
during lunch. Yeah, so you know, look for that. San Francisco's got to do something. It yeah, made something. a bet a long time ago on retail and business only in downtown and not residents where a lot of other cities did. And that really hurt once people started to stay home. They just completely stayed out of the downtown and they need to yeah, get some people town. living there because people, young people like to live downtown. Yeah. They like to live where the action is. Yep. You're listening to the wonderful sounds of Scott Budman as he reports on the Alice <laughs> News Network. We have one more story, and this is one that, you know, I was really shocked. And I'm not big into tech. I, my wife works in tech, but I don't, I'm not up on everything. Uh, the the NVIDIA, NVIDIA CEO said all the people who studied computer science and program are going to be replaced by AI. It's it's that job is going to go away. And I just it was the first time I'd heard it. And from such a, <laughs> you know, a person yeah. who, in the know, clearly NVIDIA would know that I went, oh, my God, that's Sarah's kid. Mm. And so I guess he would already have known that since that's his chosen field. But I'm I'm curious. The report, the, the the note I have here in front of me, Scott, is local robots learning AI. What can you tell us about AI and the, its prospects here in the Bay Area? Because it's it seems to be moving faster than we can even believe. Yeah, it is the super hot thing right now in, in the Bay Area, and that's right. You know, the Nvidia CEO Jensen Wong, he has made. Billions of dollars personally, his company has made literally $2 trillion on the back of the AI boom. He would know. And it's interesting because we had talked here about how some jobs are going to be in jeopardy because of AI and robots that can do certain things. But in the beginning, people thought, well, this is going to be the lower end jobs. But it turns out it's really kind of the mid to high end jobs. (laughs) <laughs> right. We, yeah. we're all, uh... In radio, people are like, and these AI people are going to take our jobs. Now, it turns out even the computer scientists might lose their gigs. Yeah, and so it's not just the low-end jobs. Although, right, I mean, we all, I get to go to these robotic fairs, and yeah, when I was a teenager, I DJed. And you know what I did? I worked in grocery stores shelving stocks in, in Oakland grocery store, and I see one arm, one robotic arm, doing 10 times as fast and efficient as I did with all you know four of my limbs. And it's oh, like, boy. whoa, what are teenagers going to do? But it's also well-educated professionals who are losing their jobs. And now, you know, the CEO of NVIDIA saying, hey, don't learn to code, learn about AI. The good news is you're starting to literally see, and and Sarah, I don't know if this is what your son studied, but these universities and colleges are coming out with AI majors. They will walk you through an entire degree so that you are ready to get one of these jobs at one of these startups or big companies. Everybody's into it, and it's just becoming... I don't know if we are 100% sure that this is the entire way of the future, but it's the entire way of the present right now. Companies like Google laying off a couple of thousand people, and they're good people. They're just in the wrong place because they're hiring people at the same time to work in AI. So mm-hmm. that is completely where the action is right now. Yeah, and so you know we see these humanoid robots. That's actually a field right now that's getting... Hundreds of millions of dollars in venture capital money, humanoid robots that can make coffee and fold shirts, but more importantly, work in warehouses, do the backbreaking labor. Uh, so there will always be new job generation when we see these things. But at the same time, the jobs that are going away are some of the high-end, high-paid jobs. And we haven't seen that, 
I don't even remember when we last saw that. It's the baseline of everything that happens in Silicon Valley are these people with these degrees and, and this experience. It's just those for those people to all be gone. Yikes. What's interesting. Right. I mean, what's interesting about tech and even in biotech or, you know, different medicines is as this progress happens so quickly, you wonder if there will be that the lot is always behind to some extent. And you wonder if there will be either a push to stop the progress or slow the progress, or is that not possible, especially with the, I don't know, lobby money that might be able to keep anyone from putting brakes on the the movement forward. Right. So there are two answers. One, right. It's going to be really hard to stop the progress, not just because of lobby money and salaries and, and, you know, look at all this funding. But we know that other countries are working on this, too. And so one area that actually brings both sides together in this country is AI, both for positive. Hey, we need to beat the other countries, but also negative. You may have seen last week Google had its Gemini AI chatbot and it ended up. I don't know better way to describe this as being too woke for a lot of people. And it did some, you know, unusual things. It, it made things a little more diverse than they should have been, like the Nazi party or yeah, the there were fathers. some weird what? Like, yeah. decisions that they had, that this AI was making. Like, oh, you know, the Nazi thing was astounding, actually. I did not right. hear that. What, Hitler's a person, too? No, Hitler was, uh, you know, not a white guy, you know, like what? they were they were making the Nazi party diverse to sort of woke it up a little bit. It was it was it was sort of stunning. Like, OK, you, you, this AI is dumb. Like that whole that guy's whole thing was the master race, for God's sake. Right. So uh, it proved in, uh, there's no better way. To, I've been working on this for days, Sarah. You put it best. That was, yeah. <laughs> AI is, is whatever it's programmed, right? And we know that. And usually that means, hey, a bunch of white guys are doing this and there's the bias. This kind of went to the other end of the spectrum. And Google literally had to pull its AI chatbot called Gemini from the market saying we have to retool this. Stock value lost $100 billion. Oh, oh my God. Because, like you said, this is where the action is. And Google came out with, again, it was like woke AI. And people were, they were having fun with it, but they were not respecting it. And so um, it had to be changed. So this thing works and doesn't work in, in both directions still. And there's a lot of money going in and out. And, and yeah. Well, I'm thinking, though, that if you're a computer science person or in that in school for that right now, you know, focus on programming AI because clearly there's problems there. And maybe that's where your area of expertise could be. Right. The idea that you can scrape everything on the net and not come up with some really bad and embarrassing things is just that's how it works. So, yeah, the idea that you can program this stuff, but also have those guardrails that make it a little more, I don't know, focused, I think, is what people <laughs> want. And they have, That's again, a... entire majors. You can major at Stanford. You can, uh, you know, there are all these classes to say, hey, this is what the future is. And I think that's where the action is. Um, and maybe um, even in uh, maybe it'll even save San Francisco. Maybe. That would be great. Somebody Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Budman from NBC <laughs> so Bay Area. Amazing. Hey, Scott, before you exit, did I get your your uh, locations correct? Is it at Scott Budman on, on X or Twitter and at Scott Budman on Instagram? 
Yes, thank you. That's awfully nice of you. Yes, and I follow you guys. You guys are fun too. I love it. Oh, thanks. Now that I'm on Instagram, it's it's fun to follow you. Yeah, we're we're a fun follow. Lots of behind the scenes stuff. There you go. Okay. The Alice973 right. Instagram. Feed. Thanks, Scott. Have a Thank wonderful weekend. Thank you, Scott. Weekend. Stay You're dry, the best. Buddy. Thank you. Take Scott. care, you guys. On NBC Bay Area. He's a newsman, everyone. And Our text number is 800 It's so scary, this stuff that you guys are talking about. And I didn't even hear about the woke AI. Oh, it but was Scott so was weird. nice that he, so you know, weird. oh, well, maybe they can make it a little more focused or useful. Like, mm. that's useless, what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, please don't rewrite history and make it more diverse. <laughs> like, the whole point of those a-holes was there's something else entirely. Uh, soften someone, that. Programmers won't go away. It's just the, they'll learn. They'll learn a new language, and it will be their job to take care of or monitor or keep AI up to date. Okay. Uh, maybe back off the mics. You guys might be talking too loud. Looking at you, Vinny. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Sometimes oh, really? we don't have. Yeah, we, it's hard for us to tell. You know, there should be some problems. I'm not any louder than normal in terms of what I'm saying, but it might be the mics might be a little hotter than normal. Sorry about that. Hotter. Hotter. The mics Super are hot. hot. The mics are hot. The mics are hot. Anyway, what's mics coming up in the trash, Sarah? New Music Friday. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up, Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Amazing. With Sarah and Vinny. You stole the car and let that guy drive? Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.